This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one and only show on the internet where myself, Dan Selke of WinnersComing.net, and Mia Johnson of DorkTrideOfTheForce.com talk about all things movies, TV, pop culture, sci-fi, fantasy. And today, you may have noticed things are a little different. We are no longer shut up in our cave-like <laughs> dwellings at home, broadcasting from the safety of our bedrooms, the air thick with cat dander and heavy with gloom. We are here in a studio with lighting, props, and uh, b- below the clavicle camera shots. Yeah. <laughs> it's surreal. As Christian, it, It's almost retro, says yeah. Christian. It is. <laughs> I, I I feel so strange. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a strange, like familiar and then not familiar, like a deja vu. Like I've seen this before. What is this place? Oh yeah, this is what we used to do. I used to like have eye contact with all the you. time. Oh god, the eye contact. I just looked at your eyes. I haven't seen them in like in the person in, in over a year. Oh, we we. It's true. We haven't seen each other in 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 over a year in person over a year yeah. because there was this. I forget what it was. I feel like there was like a pile up on I need to text something. Then like no one can do, move anything for over a year. But now that we're all back, it's um, learning how to connect again mm-hmm. and be human beings with each other and with you. Exactly. But enough of this um, uh, uh, preambulatory heartwarming blather. Um, we have some sci-fi nonsense to talk about. Mia, this morning, well, I watched this morning, last time I you watched the season and, no, wait, series finale, but ends up season finale. Mm-hmm. Of the Marvel television program, Loki. And I got to ask, Mia, let's just start up with it. What did you think? Oh, you're going to ask me first. I was going to put that well, ball in your you're, court. You're, you're, you're the mo- I, I can do it. You want me to do it? I would, you know, I, I'd want to hear your opinion first. And then, you know, you'll get my good opinion as well. Okay. I was, yeah. <laughs> okay. Loki, the season finale of the third Marvel uh, television show Disney Plus has put out. Um, I really enjoyed it while I was watching it. I, I think as I thought about it a little bit, it went down like a notch or two, but not that far. Yeah. I, I still think it was, I think it was strong. Yeah. I, I still think it was probably the best ending they've had so far. Although I will say the reason they had the best ending is because they didn't end. Like that's how they avoided Ooh. the ending curse. They just didn't end. Ooh. They just said, come back in season two. I feel like, I feel like the opposite of you. I wouldn't say to me, I don't even know. I can't really process if this is my favorite ending or not. And overall, it felt a little slow. To me, what this episode felt like, which they had a lot of good stuff when they were talking Mm -hmm. about the good stuff, but it also felt like they were like, we know we need to have a cliffhanger. We need to 
tease season two, but it felt like they didn't have enough to like warrant a 45 minute episode. <laughs> so like for me, the the big thing was like Jonathan Majors, which I loved him, by the way. I love that he was, I kind of, I was like, I feel like the Kang As thing. Kang the Conqueror villain. Yeah. I was like, of of Country. I felt like that was going to be what ends up happening. But the fact that he had to explain, you know, he had to do his monologue for what felt like 25 minutes. And Loki and Sylvie were just kind of sitting in their chairs, just like us, like, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Uh-huh. That to me, I was like, I feel like they could have filled that in a little bit more with something more exciting to where I'm not like, all right, tell me more about your dastardly plan. <laughs> it didn't work when he like made little self-making oh, statues yeah, to act yeah. stuff out. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enthrall you. <laughs> it, I mean, it was fascinating and I liked the lure and the exposition that they tried to put in there, but that was, to me was one of the weaker parts. But yeah, I... I'm like, wow, where does this go next? Because yeah, you're right. It ends on a cliffhanger. There's going to be a season two, but it makes me wonder between what is it? Spider-Man, um, no Doctor way Strange. home, Dr. Strange, even Ant-Man three, which is the movie oh, yeah. he's supposed to be in. I'm like, Jonathan Majors will be that character, a different Kang in, uh-huh. Kang in uh, Ant-Man three. Yeah, yes. Quantumania. They are going whole hog on this <laughs> more than in the other phases, really. Like, yeah. back in the old Marvel days, like, yeah, they were all, like, happening in the same universe, basically, but, like, they didn't really intersect until, like, a big event movie. Yeah. It seems like now it's more like something from comics where it's, like, every book is part of the same storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, again, which which does make sense as, like, a natural thing to do next, but it's also risky. Um, and, by the way... Ref- on a break and do two things. I'm going to read some comments and, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. and, and say a word from our sponsor. Uh, Dan DeVita says, Wilco to Dan DeVita, yay, back in the studio, it's this, the same podcast. It's almost like Take the Back Multiverse. Exactly. <laughs> yes. How topical. And Julie, hello. Good to see you too. And I'm, and I'm uh, of course, you can't stick around today because it would have been her baby's birthday, but good to see you. And we'll be back for a while. So looking to see you in person. Well, you know, for us in person mm-hmm. uh, in the future. Stephanie says, the first time I've seen you in all the studios, it's pretty cool. Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, Yeah, this is what it was like before COVID happened. And then we all went home and just like hung out in our basements and talked from there. But hopefully, fingers, I mean, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, this is the way it is for a while. And I think it was Christian who also wanted the return of um, paid advertisements. Christian, asking you to receive, just by pure coincidence, I'd like to quickly say a word from um, our sponsor. Uh... Manscaped. I'd like to speak to the men in the audience and also the women who know men. Winter has come and gone, but summer is here right now. And that can mean heat, that can mean visiting beaches in various states of undress, and or sweat-related discomfort. To help with all of this, you'll want the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. This package comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, which makes removing body hair easier than ever before, thanks to its cutting edge ceramic blade. It also has an LED spotlight and it's waterproof. So if you're in the shower and your power goes out, no problem. And that's not the only fine product Manscaped offers. The Weed Whacker takes care of your pesky nose and ear hair. And the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant is like normal deodorant, but applied to an area you're probably not as used to. Um, do you want to sample these fine products for yourself? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off 
and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Buzz, buzz. All right, what are we talking about? Wow, Loki finale in the multiverse. Wow. Okay, yeah, Loki finale. I'm sorry. Um, okay, I enjoyed the exposition. I mean, yeah, you're right. The episode was definitely sitting down at the table and just talk for um, <laughs> and 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 just talk for like 20 minutes. But okay, I'm, I forget who directed this stuff, but I thought they did a really good job of making the talk feel. Uh, important oh yeah and sort of like making it feel impactful which is not a thing every show does well yeah like he was kind of laying out yes like this is my dastardly plan on how this all happened but it was also like confronting them with these moral choices they had to make like i yeah. bought it when loki and sylvie went at it and like fought each other a bit um because sylvie wanted to kill him and loki was thinking maybe we because his argument is if you kill me then all the other variants of me mm -hmm. will then mess up the timeline because we're all scientists who figured out how to travel the multiverse. Yeah. And there are really bad ones out there of me who will rise up and become conquerors and just grind the universe yeah. under its heel. Like, okay, that's a fun out there sci-fi concept. And uh, I thought Jonathan Matrix was, was really good. Yeah. Um, oh, he yeah. definitely kept my attention in what could be a dry part. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that... I guess it was a great acting choice as well because it's like you've got two other great actors in the room and they're just kind of like they're observing. So you really have to kind of carry that scene on your back in that uh, way. Uh, and oh, yeah, completely. So yeah, the character choices he made, I think he did a really, really awesome job. Jonathan Majors, congratulations to him. He's an Emmy nominated actor. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, Ooh, I did, honestly, God, like I didn't recognize him when I first saw it because <laughs> look, I, I'm used to my love him country where he's wearing like a tight t-shirt and glasses the entire time. Yeah, like, I, I, I did yeah. not recognize him yeah. with all like the adornments. Yeah, I thought it was a cool costume too. And I'm excited to see how he, when he has his variants too, like when he's like an actual king, the mm -hmm. conqueror, like how is that going to change, you know, oh, he's from his others? so many Funko Pops. Yeah. Like, there's so many costumes. Yeah. Oh, that's what I really, really want. I was like, ooh, if they come out with the king, I gotta get that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like, when I think about it, for me, it was kind of like, I was on the edge. I was like, yes, I do like this. And then there were some things that I don't. I think they've really set it up. It's just kind of like, oh my gosh, when is season two gonna come? Like, does it come mm -hmm. after Doctor Strange? After Ant-Man? Like, who... To me, I'm like, who's gonna be the person to tie it all together but if it's anything like Endgame and Infinity War that could be years down the line before we kind of find out a resolution to this and I'm like I just want answers oh, yeah. now are you kidding yeah. they're gonna stretch this thing out yeah I mean I do agree that you know again I'll say that it ended by not ending like that's how mm -hmm. I was I did want to see more I wasn't kind of let down like I was sort of with WandaVision and Falcon and Soldier, yeah. Soldier a bit because it's not over yeah but that is kind of passing the buck at the end of the day. Like, yeah. it, it, it just didn't end. Yeah. Like, it might still end with a bit of a... Bleh. And it does still do the Marvel thing of nothing ever ends. We go yeah. on forever. <laughs> Only it does it in a way that I'm used to. Like, season two is coming. So, I was, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Was not the whole for that. Like, the Mobius thing. Like, who are you? What's your department number? That broke my heart. I was like, oh my gosh, she's in a completely different... So, I think it was a strong finale. I will say... Um, I don't know if where I would rank it among the three. Maybe we can talk about that on our... I'd still say it's the first, at least right Ooh. now. Although I will say before we go, Corey Smith, who writes for Wick, did point out some things like... I'm, 
these are like little nitpicks, plot nitpicks, but whatever, they're there. Like, why did Miss Minutes, like, bother to tempt them if the plan was to offer them the TVA all along? Like, I don't, I guess that didn't make a whole lot of sense now to think back on it. Mm -hmm. I guess that was the only one. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Creepy little, that's fun, right? Creepy little southern clock uh, turns into Satan. Yeah, Tara's strong. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, works. So, yeah, it was, I'm looking forward to seeing where they take it next. And now people are like, give us the Spider-Man trailer because we know it's going to be multiverse. So just let us know now. So we'll see. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I yeah. give Loki a solid B plus. I thought it was the best one so far. Yeah. And um, yeah, it all depends on uh, what, <laughs> how Marvel wants to approach uh, finality. And I think, yeah. again, its solution is we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, speaking of all this Marvel and... And if any of y'all have any comments on Loki, oh, yeah. feel free to comment. Let us know. I'm like, I can see as long as the microphone is out of the way. <laughs> um, yeah. So speaking of all of that, WandaVision and all that good stuff, uh, we had the Emmy nominations, which Emmy were nomination. yesterday. And um, I think Disney Plus had like the most nope. nominations or was that, some, was that someone uh, else? HBO had the most Ooh. with... Um, I wrote it down somewhere, but I don't remember where. HBO, oh, with, with 130 and Netflix with 129. Okay. So, like, right in its heels. Disney Plus did mm. not have those, not even, not even second. Well, interesting then, because The Mandalorian, out of all... The most shows. Out of all the TV shows, The Mandalorian tied with The Crown for most nominations, uh, with, like, 24 nominations. Uh, so, that was interesting to me of course it's usually like when you dig into the whole you know creative emmys so best writing and editing sort of those sort of things but i was oh yeah it's one of those things where like the mandalorian has the most nominations and then it's like it's all for <laughs> yeah. sound mixing yeah. and set to work which, which, yeah. which is very important yeah. <laughs> but it did get a best series nomination mm -hmm. okay what should we start first with? we just go right in like surprises or snubs yeah, whatever comes to your mind first. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I was surprised to see that The Boys was nominated for Best Drama. Like, that is oh, the yeah. top award of the night. And this is a kind of iconoclastic, um, kind of gonzo, balls to the wall, countercultural punk superhero show. Yeah. Where, like, naked superheroes get blown up from the, uh, from the inside. And there's, like, invisible blowjobs. It's all kind of, like, blue, like, giant penises wrapping around necks through things. Like, yeah. it, it's not very super classy. But <laughs> it came around at the right time, I think. Kind of mm -hmm. hit during a, a good moment when it was really relevant. And I guess it got in there. Best drawn, by the way, we got The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us. A lot of sci-fi yeah. fantasy on that list. Yeah. It was broken through. Yeah, really. Lovecraft Country really came through. I think it was like... nominations, yeah. Yeah, almost everyone. Let's see. Jonathan Majors, we said Journey Smollett for lead <laughs> actress. Michael K. Williams. Um, Anjanae Ellis. So just about like pretty much everyone almost in that cast was nominated. So I think it was really awesome to see that get some recognition. Um, recognition. And again, we talked about there's no season two, but hey, maybe it's for the better. And, you know, as we saw, you know, Jonathan Majors is in Loki now and Wumi Masaku is in Loki he, and he everything. He yeah. a big career because he, <laughs> yeah. he definitely held down love for country world. He was excellent. Yeah, so. As Dan DeVita, book writer Dan DeVita, book writer, book writer and published author Dan DeVita asks, uh, any opinions on the Don Cheadle theme? Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to mention that one. <laughs> I, I, really quickly. So he, Don Cheadle, who appeared for like eight seconds in Falcon the Winter Soldier, was nominated for Best Action and Drama Series. Look, I think the truth of that is that's one of those categories, like, 
the voters don't think about. They don't think about most of them. Like, that's why treating the Emmys like it matters, like we're doing now, is sort of silly. Because they're all just little golden statues handed out by people who, like, some of them bothered with the screen or some of them didn't. Some of them probably, like, saw Don Cheadle's name on there and be like, oh, I know him. And, like, I, 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 I guarantee you that's it. And just threw them in there. Yeah. I, I don't think it's like anything deep to think about because they didn't think deeply. Why should I? Oh, well, I mean, this means a lot to some people still. It's meant less to me as I've gotten older. But I know like for fa- like the whole campaign. Well, Disney campaign, obviously, for Elizabeth Olsen. So it's not like the fans, oh, you know, were yeah. knocking on doors, but they were tweeting. I think out of everyone Elizabeth Olsen, at least from my perspective, was the person where they were like, please get her an Emmy nom. She needs an Emmy nom for WandaVision. And she did. Um, Which I think to me, I'm like, yeah, that's good. (laughs) I think she did put in, put in a lot of great work. And we saw in that, especially like the penultimate episode where she just kind of broke down emotionally. And you're like, Oh, yeah, that was the best one. Yeah. That's still my favorite. Um, And Paul Bettany too, which I would say, yeah, I think, it's fair, you know, if you're going to nominate one, then you nominate the other as well. She might even win Elizabeth Olsen. Who? Because she's up against, let's see. Like, Cynthia Rivero and Venus Aretha. I don't have joy. The Queen's Gambit. Ooh. Really that show a lot. Ooh, I know. Kate ah. got a lot of press. Yeah. But I mean, like, she did not did things that were kind of on that level. And, and yeah. it's only a matter of time before, look, it's only a matter of time before a Marvel film wins Best Picture. So, we might as well just get used to it and just start building things up. We'll see, yeah, if the, I guess if it's the voters, you know, depending on how they feel. Um, did I have anything to say about the Don Cheadle? Um, to me, it was a little weird. Like, I think it was just kind of like, yeah, oh, Don Cheadle, let's do it. Whereas, you know, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian and Stan, you know, I think they appeared in probably every episode. Don Cheadle, like less than two minutes, but... It was it, best guest actor. Yeah, it's guest. Which, again, is one of those categories that, like... I just, I have a hard time believing people are. Gonna, there are so many categories. I was writing yeah. the post to be like forever because yeah. there's so many things. Yeah. If I were an Emmy voter and I had a busy day, do you think I'm taking like thinking hard about all of them? No. I'm like, oh, I went to that guy's uh, sunspot mitzvah and then just like like check that thing off. <laughs> I guess uh, my okay. My other hang up with the Emmys was with Hamilton. Oh yeah, um, that got a lot of because press. yeah, okay, same thing though. Same thing where it's like Hamilton's great. Yeah, they're not yeah. really outstanding like, a TV show. Yeah, that's that weird. Like, so it's it's nominated in the limited series or movie categories. So that's what WandaVision is under. Houston mm-hmm. on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is up against like Ian McGregor and his own Leslie Odom Jr. and Paul Bettany. Um, and I believe the actresses are as well. Like Philippa So is against Katherine Hahn for supporting actress. And I'm like, you can't like, Catherine Hahn, yeah. <laughs> I know that's, that's an awesome nomination as well. I'm like Agatha and you know, um, Skylar's sister, you know, like these are two separate roles and two separate mediums. And I get that that was filmed for television, but they were still, doing it under the you know the guise of it being a play basically um and it was it like was, it was wasn't that like a 2016 or 2017 recording so it was like oh, was it really yeah it was old. an old recording because those guys haven't been in those roles for years so that as you can see that kind of got me steamed because <laughs> i was like i like hamilton i love hamilton but to say you know these actors deserve an emmy nomination when you know someone who was actually filming something for an actual television series yeah. um could deserve it more so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
I also wanted to highlight really before we move on that um, I haven't seen Ted Lasso. I really should because everybody seems to yeah, love it. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it because I don't want to get another streaming service. But I think I'm going to have to. Like, I got Paramount Plus to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, really? And I figured, okay, that's not killing me. So after that's over, I'll just get Apple TV Plus. You know, if you buy an Apple product, you will get at least a year of Apple TV for uh, for free. Does that that also, if you already own it? No, you got to get a deal. I have an iPhone. (laughs) I I got like an iPad. It's like 4S and I think it's cracked, but I don't care. Do I get free Apple TV Plus? Probably not, no. Um but yeah, I know, uh, like, Jason Sudeikis was here in Chicago. He threw out, I think, the first pitch at the Cubs game the other day. So, it's a really I'm big ready. deal. Yeah, it's a really big but deal. But I want to say that um, Hannah Waddingham, who's like the second lead in that show, she played the shame nun on Game of Thrones. You know, uh-huh. like, shame, shame, shame. Up for an Emmy. Wow. Get Septu Unella her Emmy. Wow. Well. Also, um, um, Charles Dance, uh, Tobias Menzies, Thomas Portellinger, and... Nathalie Emanuel, who played the songs up for Emmy too. Lots of good firsts. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good list of people. A lot of questionable things, but at the end of the day, you know. Oh, Carl Weathers, Timothy Oliphant from The Mandalorian as oh, well. Yeah, so fun. lots of good names, just kind of some questionable ones as well. At the end of the day, it's I I think all award shows are stupid. <laughs> I think all award shows are just um, vanity projects and they're pretty to look at, but they don't really matter. So pick your favorites and if they win, they win. And if they don't, you know, Aww. it's only the Emmys. Jeez. Uh, as Stephanie says, I have to say, Hamilton was flipping fabulous. Oh, yeah. Hamilton's oh, great. yeah. I can't understand why it's under this umbrella. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Hamilton, Hamilton's a wonderful show. Yeah. But, um, I think folks just didn't really understand why it was here. And as Henrika says, he did lasso. I will, Henrika. I really want to. Everyone says it's wonderful. I just got to. I, I have Netflix. You know, you HBO can get. Max, Hulu. You can get Paramount screeners. I guess I could. Literally, I just got in my inbox today. They're like, hey, here's the Ted Lasso screener. Like, well, they won't leave me alone. Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. Well, why aren't they bugging me? Like, I'll take free TV. <laughs> well, like, you couldn't get them for, like, old episodes, though, could you? Like, um, I want to watch the first season of Ted Lasso and review that retrospectively oh, in 2020. That's true. Maybe not. <laughs> well, I'll well, find well. a way to do it. Anyway, uh, what else is hopping and bopping in the news? Well, and, and if you have Emmy comments, feel free to send off. We already got some yeah, good ones in here. Yeah. So the Umbrella Academy stuff for a couple, couple of days was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I totally f- forgot about that one as well. So yeah, like I guess like good stuff, good stuff. Um, so this is what I'm going to be asking you about because oh, oh sorry, one more question. Oh okay. <laughs> Who's going to win Best Drama? Let's just do that really quick. Ooh, do we want to pick? Um, want to? Who cares? If we want to? Who would who, who win Best Drama? Let's see. I'm thinking, it seems like The Crown... The Crown oh, wait, is a really wait. boring kind of easy choice. I like The Crown, but like that would be the one where you don't want to make waves. If you yeah, that. The Crown. I think maybe the follow-up would be Bridgerton. Ooh, that, that'd be the other easy choice. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, probably. I know Mandalorian doesn't stand a chance. This Is Us is kind of old. It was the, good. The Boys is a little too out Love there. Love could be like kind of the... Um, <laughs> The, like a wild card, sort of. The progress pick, like the yeah. one you choose because you want to, you know, reward yeah. that kind of daring mm-hmm. storytelling. And then HP will be really embarrassed to cancel it for season two. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I might want to see that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, those are our predictions. So we'll check back on, I think, September the 19th. I'm going to say the crown. I, I think they'll err on the side of cowardice. Not that the crown's bad, just that it's not, it's kind of like the you yeah. know, expected choice. Yeah, I'm there with you. Okay. What else is going on? So, yeah, this is something you sent my way, and I thought 
y'all would be interested in it. Um, so George R. R. Martin, our friend and beloved listener of this show, I assume. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely live too. <laughs> um, he's got another project on his plate. Hold your reactions. Um, so he and Robert Redford, repl- Robert Redford, <laughs> will be uh, executive producing an AMC series. Um, it's called Dark Winds, and this is from Tony Hillerman's Leap Horn and Chi book. So Dan, what is going on with this? I mean, it sounds pretty cool. I mean, we, we, I, I always feel duty bound to report on George R. R. Martin's latest project. Yeah, and it always comes with like a list of disclaimers a mile long. <laughs> Like, the show itself sounds cool. Lee Point and Chi are like a 70s era book. They were written for like decades. Okay. Pretty, pretty um, decorated mystery author. They're about a pair of detectives on an Indian reservation in New Mexico. And they're like the like the Navajo police. There's a word for that, but I forget what it was. So, that's interesting. It stars um, Zach McLaren, who, remember, he played Akichita in Westworld. Oh, like the main guy who like went on his journey and like yeah, kind of that was an awesome uh, uh, little arc. It might be the best one, yeah. of like the entire show. So he's producing and he's starring as one of the main leads. That's pretty cool. Um, so I mean, I'm it looks cool. Yeah. I, I might watch it. Sounds interesting. <laughs> the the other kind of metatextual question is why is Andrew R. Martin working on the Wonder Winter doing yeah. this instead? I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> why isn't he? Um. I think at this point, he's become the kind of person where you just kind of get him to have his name on there. I think at the same thing about Robert Redford. Do you think 84 Robert Redford is going to be a hand of producing this? Probably not. Yeah. He's older yeah. than George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I do think it's the kind of thing where his they want his name on a project. Oh, yeah. Not so, he's not going to be in the writer's room. He's not going to be in the director's chair. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be hands on deciding, you know, which gun looks more 70s accurate. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be an executive producer, which is the title you give to somebody when you want kind of their name, mm-hmm. but you don't want to give them responsibility <laughs> yeah. and then move on with your life. That's yeah. my guess. That's 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 my guess. Yeah, I, I'm like, I didn't really, the executive producer thing to me is like, yeah, you know, here, take my money, uh, <laughs> allow me to say I like this, and then yes. we'll just slap your name on it. So, you know, yeah, like we said, you know, do we do we need to get mad at him? No, this is, you know, it's a nice false alarm. Hopefully this doesn't interrupt too much of he anything. He's in a lot of shows. Although, I mean, <laughs> like, he, he, he said, like, and he couldn't find the text from before, but I, I know, I know I've read this, so it's, you can trust me. Um, he said that, like, again, according to me, that in that, that, that he has the kind of power now where he can just like attach things something and help get it made, and mm-hmm. he likes to do that. Yeah, yeah. Not because he's you know, gonna like write it, because like he knows that his name on this will help it get produced. Yeah. So he can like look at things he thinks are interesting and just like I'll put my name on you. You you, you can say it's cocaine by George R. R. Martin, and mm-hmm. then just like it'll actually get made. Mm-hmm. Like Who Fears Death on HBO, he's doing that with. With Dark Winds, think is doing that with. I think that is kind of his strategy now. Yeah. So not like diving headfirst into the exciting waters of show running, but more <laughs> kind of like helping out like yeah. other authors who want to have shows as famous as his. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should go easy on him then. It seems like yeah. a nice thing to do. It and- does. And if they pay him a buttload of money to do it oh that's one day yeah. better <laughs> good for him so yeah this sounds like it's it sounds like an interesting project and it seems like it's right up amc's alley too it does, um it? so amc is this weird network that has like these really high-minded kind of um crime shows like breaking bad and, yeah. and dark winds and also like 
And also, what about our wall of zombies? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's the, it's yeah. this bifurcated network. Yeah. The zombies, discovery of witches, those sorts mm-hmm. of things. Um, interesting network, but it should be fun. So, all right. Let us, um, and if anyone else has any, you know, are we giving George yeah. R. R. Martin a slap on the wrist for tagging his name onto something or and putting the internet yeah. stocks? Yeah. Have thrown at him. You tell us. Yeah. Let us know how you all feel. So, uh, this is also something that I am distant from, but I thought it'd be worth discussing as well as we move into our next topic, which is, um, there was like Witcher Con or something Witcher this Con. past week. Which is a, yeah, Witcher Con, a con all about the Witcher, which, okay, tell me if you think, what do you think about this? They held this giant, like, information session where they, you know, gave out photos of the second season, announcing things about the game, and, like, just had a bunch of, and had a trailer we're watching a second. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple weeks before Comic Con. Yeah. Power move? Yeah, I think everyone is trying to free themselves, at least while we're still in this weird sort of pandemic phase where it's like you can still do things at home. So, like, if Marvel and, you know, parent company Disney and Star Wars don't have to participate in Comic-Con, they will not and they won't this year. So, well, kind of like they'll have books and stuff, but otherwise it's like we can kind of just do our own thing and we don't have to worry about dealing with your scheduling and all of your fees and stuff like that. Is it like that inconvenient? Fair enough. I mean, th- th- there's like an argument that all those kind of events, like let's talk, there's, there's been a lot of talk about um, E3, the video game commission in the recent yeah. years, and not being really relevant anymore because why yeah. would you bother doing all that? We can just like drop a trailer on YouTube with a click of a button. Exactly. And on your own time, when you've, when like your analytics tell you it'll do well and just do that. Mm-hmm. There is something, and we'll we'll get to the Witcher trailer in a second because it is it looked pretty exciting. But to me, it's like when I'm like talking with like my dad, for example, he's t- discussing all these artists he went to go see in concert. Like, oh, I saw oh. Prince, and I saw, and I was like, I feel like I've, I've been to concerts and stuff. Your but dad is so interesting. <laughs> I also about him. I'm gonna have him on as a guest one day. But it's like to me when I think about like, ooh, who are the rock stars of? You know, me personally, I'm like, oh, well, it was me seeing Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal at, (laughs) you know, an ace or it was me seeing um, the Game of Thrones panel at Comic-Con. So for me, it's like... I really, I'd miss that and I value those in-person cons, especially... Well, me too. I think it's more fun. Yeah, mainly when the celebrities are there and, you know, you've got this hype and everyone is loving the same thing that you do. So I am, you know, hoping like when the end of this year next year when comic-con gets it together they'll be like okay everyone is back in the building you know marvel will be back in Hall H. they have a lot of awesome stuff to kind of roll out and tease for this next phase as well so my rock stars are your dad's rock stars because i have a <laughs> boomer's taste in music but a <laughs> zoomer's taste in tv oh i love that combination so well let's let's um go on our zoomers uh, side of our brain and catch this Witcher season two trailer, right? Two trailer. All right, so let's roll the clip. Okay, so did you watch the first Witcher season? I forget. Um, no, not really. I've seen it, but I was not watching it, so I kind of like know what's going on, but not really. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I talked before. I enjoyed it. I thought I had some problems, but um, it's definitely a post Game of Thrones fantasy show. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't love it to death, but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And although it was fun and it thought it wasn't fun. I thought it was serious <laughs> and it was fun anyway. But it's fun. It's like, you know, uh, Henry Cavill is the Witcher. He's a mm-hmm. monster hunter. Princess Siri is that little blonde girl who's going to, who's going to, he's going to train her as a Witcher herself. Ooh. It's 
gonna be it's gonna be like a a, a Jedi Padawan kind of thing going on. Um, we don't call it that because it, it's 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 a different <laughs> thing. Um, I like medieval stuff in general, and again, I I do think this has a sort of mid '90s uh, airing new episodes at noon feel to Ooh. it. Kind of like a Xena or Hercules Legendary Journeys really? sort of tone. Oh, yeah. There is some cheese here. But again, the key is, I don't think they know it's cheese. Because when I watch it, it's all very sincere. But the things they're doing are really ridiculous. So mm. it's... And, and, and that's great camp. But also, it's well made. I don't want to just completely throw it under the bus. I enjoyed it. And I mean, look... You need to be ambitious to pull off shots of Henry Cavill glowering with uh, shoulder-length blonde hair <laughs> of and brandishing a sword. Like you need to believe in what you're doing, and they do, and I and I, and I love that about it. And um, you know, maybe the second season will. Uh, I think they could kick us up a notch. Mm. Yeah, it seems to be focused on you know her kind of now, as I'm looking at the trailer at least. And then who's this? Okay. Oh, this is this is Yennefer, who's the other the kind of the other tripod of okay. the characters. I know the name. I who's was like Geralt's love interest and a sor- a powerful sorceress. Ooh, so powerful sorceress. <laughs> it's funny that you say it's kind of it's like one of those old like sci-fi afternoon shows, like a with s- more money. It's like Loki yeah. is Doctor Who with a lot more money. Like that is Xena with a lot more money. Yeah, and it to me, I Thanks guess Game of Thrones because <laughs> my teeth aren't as synced into it. It looks like it should be good because the professional level is mm-hmm. just that high. Like to me, and this trailer in particular looked like like a lot like Game of Thrones. I don't know, like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the last season stylistically i was like there's some elements but this in particular maybe it's because they've kind of got like the north you know like winterfell sure yeah stuff Snow going on so um yeah it, i was gonna there say are but- only so many ways to do medieval fantasy aesthetic <laughs> yeah like you have swords you have horses um you have castles yeah yeah they all look very different but they're all sort of working with the same color palette like you, it, 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 why don't we get Taika Waititi into the fantasy genre? Switch it up, and sure now we've got yeah. we've got new color palettes. We've got Ooh. jokes. Although I am looking forward to the, uh, this uh, couple of weeks, the Green Knight from A twenty four is coming out in theaters. I have not been back to theaters since COVID, mm-hmm. even though they're open again because it really hasn't been anything I wanted to see. That I will see. Really, that looks good. I thought that movie came out a long. <laughs> It was one of those. That yeah, was like one of those too, but just got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Okay. Yeah, I thought that one's out. Um, but yeah, that one looks interesting. The Witcher, I don't, I feel like I'm going to try to go back through The Witcher, trudge through it. Because when it, did they announce when um, the yeah, new season? 17th, I believe. Okay. It, it actually, yeah, it said you that at time. the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll see. It's And it's so weird because it is still such a big deal. It's like, you know, I was looking. At the, um, I usually look at like the like the likes to dislike ratio on YouTube. There's a lot of people who liked it, a lot of people in the comments who are interested. So I was like, okay, well maybe there's something I'm missing. I just gotta you know catch up to it. Sure, <laughs> go ahead. I'd be curious to hear what you think if, if you go okay. and watch it. It's only eight episodes, I think. You can. Oh, oh yeah. Long. I yeah. I like Loki where it's a little. Mm-hmm. I'm. Like, producers, you, you, you don't have to make hour and a half things. You can just make an episode, like, 45 minutes. I'll be fine with it. Yeah. I, I really will. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd be curious to hear what you think. 
they do this stupid timeline thing. Oh, that's right. Where, yeah, that, that, it's that show where it's like, <laughs> we're going to be in three different times and not tell you. So dumb. And I know why they did it. And the reason is stupid and the thinking is stupid. There's stupid things about that show. But again, there's a lot of heart and a lot of um, passion and uh, a studio just throwing money at them and just saying like, go ahead and follow your dreams. <laughs> And they did. And the show is there. Yeah. It's coming back. Let's and they're making a a, 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 a prequel spinoff. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it, it, it's one of those things where they just want, like, instant franchise. Not, yeah. Not, I mean, frankly, instant. They were a little more cautious than usual with this one. They said a whole season out before they got the spinoff. Yeah. The boys, too. Like, one, a couple seasons in and now I'm making a spinoff. We'll get to, we'll to Lightning Run in a second. The Wheel of Time is already going to have, like, a movie trilogy. Gosh. Like, they, again, people don't want a successful TV show movie. They want the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's what they want. Studios mm-hmm. want that. Mm-hmm. And not, they will settle for nothing less. Yeah. That's where it all goes. Yeah. Um, and just, I guess it's pretty much the same as it was back in the day. Instead of like, but only instead of like what show breaks out, it's what cinematic universe breaks mm-hmm. out and becomes popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that they had the um, anime trailer too for The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. Looked interesting. Um it was. It kind of looked like a teaser trailer, so you didn't get that much out sure. of it. Um, but something to watch. It's some comments from yeah. Stephanie about comms, I believe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Stephanie was saying it's so bittersweet to be so close to stars, not be able to meet and hang out with them. So, I'm sure meet and greets will be coming back soon. Um, and Stephanie also says I need to do a con at some point. Never been to one. You got to do one. Um, been to oodles of concert. Yes, I grew up in the 80s, so I could hang out with your dad on his concert days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually took my dad to, uh, I think, Walker Stalker Con before that got shut down because the planner the was corrupt. Yeah. One, right? <laughs> he really, really loved it. So it's kind of like you can, any age, you can go to these things and there will be something for you. Like there'll even be old stars that I didn't know about. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's such and such <laughs> from, and I was like, I, I don't know this guy, but we took a picture with him anyway. So I think especially at the at all, cons at all levels, really, there's a little bit something for everyone, like the casual fan, the super yeah. fan. It's fun. It's it, it, I mean, it, it's an atmosphere about other folk who are into the stuff you're into. Yeah. So it naturally has a bit of a, a bit of a spark to it. That, yeah. yeah. The online things don't have. I rather just watch it all online. <laughs> oh, no, but really? I can do that. Yeah, yes. I, I don't know. I've been to some cons. Just, you know, but I, okay. I don't like merch, so that okay, thing yeah, is yeah, kind of yeah. all out for me. Like watching people say their interviews, like, look, it's more convenient at home because I can rewind mm-hmm. things and transcribe them. And apart from the job, I don't care enough about it to like really do it. I'm all about like the 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 what's in front of me, like the, the show and the movie and the book yeah honestly don't super care what yeah you say. i think before when it was a little more for me to say we talk about it all the time yeah <laughs> I'll look at that later when it was a little more exclusive like i think for sherlock someone had to like leak the audio for the panel because you know they it was not streaming you couldn't upload it anywhere so that was a point that now i think Used to well, Marvel didn't stream their last one either, but you know it's kind of like it's nice to have that exclusivity. For me, it's just the atmosphere. So if it's oh, a sure. smaller con, it's nice because there's local vendors, local fans. Um, to me, nothing compares to Comic Con. For me, it's it's San Diego, and I've <laughs> went both times Classic, with my yeah. friends. That so fun. it's that it's fun. it's it's the vacation and getting yeah. to be a nerd on vacation, which is like 
really rare and cool. <laughs> I loved Con of Thrones. That yeah. was fun. But yeah. I, I, what, I, I loved being on panels. That was the fun <laughs> yeah. part. I want to blabber. Yeah, you want a spotlight. Of course. That's why we're back here. <laughs> yeah, I dragged us all back in here. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Awesome. Awesome stuff going on. Dragon Con. That's something that's coming. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. So, I think it's time, I think it's for, time for our closing segment. The Wick News Lightning bam, Round. Bam, 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 Wick News Lightning <laughs> Round. <laughs> we got to get an introduction for that too. I'll edit it. Um, let me see. I believe I go first and we sh- I have them set up so we just go back and forth. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, thank you. And the, so in this yeah. really, uh, really quick this, this, this is we have some new stories we couldn't get to, but we're just going to have 20 seconds each to respond to these. And get through them in a quick fashion so you get filled in and maybe entertained. Okay. All right. Get hydrated. Get deep breath. We got this. 20 seconds. All right. The first one goes to you, Dan. So, a new Game of Thrones Night King figure costs a whopping $1,900. $1,900. Dumb. Stupid. Why? I mean, you know, you know me. I'm, 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 I'm not really into merch that much. And I know there are folk who will pay like a ton of money for really high class figurines. It boggles my mind. Obviously, if you like it, go for it. But whenever I see something like that, like a really high class figurine, my initial reaction is like, why, why, why? Ooh, okay. That's time. And the lights done. indicate. All right. Okay. Um, next news story. Daniel Radcliffe says, don't expect a cast reunion for Harry Potter's 20th anniversary. Hmm. Yeah, that breaks my heart because I mm-hmm. that was never even on my mind or my calendar anyway, um, that it was 20 years. It seems like these are the ca- the type of cast that is like they like what they do. Some of them do and some of them don't. Sure, so yeah. maybe a couple will just kind of have like social media posts and things like that. And I, to be honest, I don't know if I need anything official like Tom Felton is always on um, Twitter and stuff. So. Yes. <laughs> we probably could have a buzzer. And perhaps we got one, yeah. but I like the red lighting. Yeah. It's fun. Just make it so aggressive. Yeah. All right, Dan. Um, Matt Damon turned mm-hmm. down the lead role in Avatar and missed out on a fortune. He was offered like 10% of the gross of the highest grossing movie in the world. You know how much that is? Wow. I mean, at, at the end of the day, they're like, who cares? He's still filthy freaking rich. Like, oh, so he's not filthier freaking rich? Like, it, it's fine. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, like, he gets offered it, he says no, and then it goes on to become the most successful thing in the world ever. Cool. And you know Sam Ward did not get that deal. Okay. <laughs> All right, next story. <clears throat> oh, this is interesting. A Marvel writer is working on a Wheel of Time movie trilogy yeah. <laughs> in addition to the Amazon show. It's a prequel. What do you think of that? Yeah. Um... I have my skepticism because Marvel writer sounds awesome, like the Loki writers doing Star Wars, but this Marvel writer wrote Thor and I think X-Men something. Like X-Men first class. First class. So I'm, that was, that was I like first class. Thor was okay. So I have my reservations about mm-hmm. this Wheel of Time trilogy. It could be great um, depending on who else is working on it. I feel like we get worse as it goes on. Okay. <laughs> we need to have the good ones. Okay. Uh, I read this. Um, okay. So, Dan, Netflix cancels Cursed after one season. One. I mean, Cursed was one of those kind of post-Game of Thrones medieval um, sort of uh, fantasy programs. It was about Arthur, the whole thing. Um, it already has The Witcher. It didn't do that well. It makes sense. I mean, that makes sense, right? Because the Game of Thrones has like, inspired all these fantasy shows. They can't all survive. Mm-hmm. None of them are ever going to make it. So, some are going to have to go. And this one went. Oh, ding, ding, ding. That's right. Get <laughs> out of the clock. Should get some extra points for finishing ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh, this next one's mine. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, next news story. Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. 
appeared in a video with the Thor Ragnarok character Korg to promote um, Free Guy, his movie. But mm-hmm. the big news here is like Deadpool and a Marvel character in a video together. He's in the MCU kind of sort of a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun kind of fourth wall breaking video. I think everyone should check it out. It really shows the, to me the power that Disney has to be promoting a Fox movie with a Fox X-Men character with a Disney Marvel <laughs> character. It, my brain is, you know, blown. Um, but it was really, really funny. Um, Taika was funny as well in that yeah, position. It and it's kind of like, wow, this is wow. <laughs> Cool. Let's see. Okay, I want to ask you about this one. So, Black Widow makes a ton of money on Disney Plus and could change movie release strategies, especially it was released on uh, Disney Premier Access. So, yeah, you would pay like thirty bucks. People did it. They paid a lot of money. I mean, we've always talked about how uh, sooner or later, just you're going to get movies released in theaters and on streaming at the same time, Mm -hmm. and however much theater owners fight, it's just the way it's going. And this is just going to accelerate that. If Disney gets on board with that, it's happening. Like, yeah. they will be the leaders there. I'm not surprised. And I'm... Ding, ding, ding. I, what else am I? I don't know. Time right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mia, what do you think of the trailer for the next Marvel show, What If... Dot, 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 question mark, which uh, I think is coming out in August and stars as the last performance of Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. Yeah. Um, Star-Lord. That really caught me off guard when I heard his voice. I was like, oh my God, that's right. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Chadwick Boseman. This looks really awesome, though. They brought back pretty much every single voice actor, with the exception of Robert Downey Jr. to voice their Marvel character. He's busy and rich. Yeah. Um, so it looks really awesome. You've got all these different scenarios, like what if T'Challa is basically Star Lord? Um, you know, what if Peggy Carter gets the Super Soldier Serum? Yay. What, what other thing? <laughs> yeah, so many. <laughs> All right, this last one. Um, this looked kind of funny. So Kit Harrington um posted a viral video where no, uh, Rob McElhenney posted a viral video Ooh, of, Kit of Kit Harrington, who was not impressed with the <laughs> Game of Thrones slot machine in Vegas. Yeah, it was funny. Karen's in Vegas and Rob McElhenney who's who's on also in Philadelphia and a Mythic Quest and Apple TV Plus just posted a video of him like looking at a Game of Thrones slot machine and him just being like dead stare it was cute it was funny yeah. it was viral there's a different video of Rob McElhenney asking like what do they my tiktok kid Harrington he's kidding it's like isn't that for kids <laughs> the shade <laughs> ding 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 go check out that video it's on uh you posted on wake didn't you winter oh yeah yeah okay cool, cool, cool. yeah go check that out oh what so, a let's... fun first show back yay had a great time i had a great time i like the lights the i like lights the lights are so nice yeah the monitor is so good yeah like, it looks wow, so elaborate <laughs> so although funny enough this little behind the scenes stuff i came in shorts to this but i brought jeans because i didn't want to have shorts in the chair and like yeah wear out my bare feet with my flip-flops so i changed for you because I'm, wow. I'm very professional like that but um we need hair and makeup anything department. could happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back every week now. It's something yeah, fresh too. to break up the day and you know, um getting to make, you know, eye contact and eye be contact. with real people. Yeah, Even Richard, who was so awesome, you know, setting this all up. So yes. props to Richard. <laughs> Our producer Richard yeah. is a gentle genius and um he deserves many, many accolades. Oh yes. Any case. Oh, there he is. <laughs> We're out of time, folks. I can feel him now. Um any case, Take the Black Live or Take the Black is available in podcast form on Google Play, iTunes, wherever podcasts are available. And we stream this live version every single Wednesday on the take on the Winners Coming Facebook page, the Winners Coming YouTube page, and we are doing it together in person, live from sunny San Diego. We're in Chicago, I know I said that. 
Um, and I hope we'll see you there every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thanks for watching. We'll see you back here next week and have a wonderful Wednesday. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.